Hey there, how's it going everybody? That's right, if you can hear my voice, it is another wonderful episode of the Anime A-Team. But wait, what's that? You might have noticed the name has actually changed. This is the Animation A-Team. Same great content, new name to better reflect the stuff that we actually talk about because we talk about more than anime. We have a lot to talk about in both the anime world and the cartoon world, but it's kind of like... A little bit of both. Like, yeah. it's all cartoon. The lines are blurred. The lines are very blurred here. This is it's the world blurred. we live in now. This is the world we live in now. But uh, <laughs> I am your host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today is the lovely... Courtney Tuckman. And the wonderful... Cora Wilson. Thanks, guys, for joining me. We have uh, a couple different things to talk about. And like I said, it's kind of a blurred line because I don't know if we can call an American-made anime and anime still we've had this debate before i don't i don't know how to feel about it but um you might have heard around the internet that netflix has been producing its own anime both made in japan and conceptualized here in the states and one of those shows is neo yokyo which is neo yokyo neo yokyo yeah like neo tokyo but yeah yokyo Neo yeah. New Yokio. Except spelled with an I <laughs> in the Kyo. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a really interesting trailer if you watch it. It'll be linked below. Um, and I don't know exactly what it seems to be about. It's a very like hipster future New York City. And the main character is voiced by Jaden Smith. And it's narrated by <laughs> Jude itself Law. It sounds like a joke. <laughs> Steve Buscemi's in it at some point. It, it sounded as if it w- the quote that I saw was that it was about a like star-studded, like singular bachelor that was all, you know, wanted, but also was a demon slayer. Also exorcisms. And this, that. <laughs> this sounds like a dare. Like, like... Or, like, what someone comes up with while super drunk at a bar. Like, I have this great idea for a TV show. Yeah. Like, and Jane you know. Smith is going to be in it, but it's going to be an anime. And he's going to be, like, a bachelor, I guess, but he's going to slay demons. And Jude Law does the voiceover. Yeah, and you know who that drunk guy was? Tell Vampire me. Weekend frontman, Ezra Koenig. Well, it reminds me of how Ed and Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie came up. How someone dared the creator of Ed, Ed and Eddie. I bet you can't make a show. And he was like, well, bet I will. And then he made Ed, oh Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this seems kind of like a bet gone wrong because it, it doesn't seem to really want to take itself super seriously. I don't think it's trying to, though. Like, I think it's meant to be satirical. Yeah, especially with the song choice in the trailer. Like, that is a... That's a that's a tried and tested parody <laughs> song. Parodies love that song. Yeah, there was the whole thing like at the very beginning they're playing tennis and at one point someone like cracks a tennis racket in half, but it's like a ridiculously large sound. Yeah. That doesn't like fit it. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds so, like it's one of those like you know how scary movie is a thing and like they make fun oh, yeah. of scary movie cliches. I feel like it's one of those. Like let's take a ridiculous anime and and just make it be all the cliches like slice of life and then the sports and you know but then the like dark demon slaying and yeah all of that stuff it's a lot according to this uh io9 article um it's a postmodern collage of homages to classic anime english literature and modern new york fashion and culture um what's really interesting is that there are kind of a a a lot of big names of like american actors that we're familiar with but also in the anime world there's like um there's storyboard artists artists from like hunter x hunter rionin kenshin mobile suit gundam unicorn uh ranma one half it's like these are like actual big big name anime that people take pretty seriously 
Um, the animation style itself reminds me a lot of the Boondocks. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. It's got the same kind of parody vibe. It's not trying to be, like, the best, but I think it's going to be really neat and interesting. And I mean Jaden Smith, so. <laughs> yeah, and that's coming out uh, later this month, September 22nd. It's on just Netflix. On Netflix. On Netflix. I don't I don't know how I feel about Netflix doing the anime thing. Netflix doesn't have a great anime selection to begin with. Yeah, but they did Castlevania. That's true. And they did, uh, what was the other one? Se- Seven Deadly Sins? Seven Deadly Sins got really popular. Um, I think what wound up happening, though, is that like they wanted to do a second season. They had like two episodes, and then they like cut the funding, and they were like, okay, okay, we'll finish it, but in a movie. Uh. Mm. I, I'm not a big fan of, like, we'll finish the series in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Castlevania, you guys saw that, right? Over I, the summer? I mean, I didn't catch it because I never played the video game either. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to. I, I've seen some reviews of it, and, the like, maybe it was just because I was reading some pretty heavy anime reviewers but like they didn't seem to enjoy it they seemed to think like oh it's pretty but it has no content it was weird because it was four episodes like four regularly sized 20 minute episodes but that was it yeah that's a strange length like i know some short anime have like six episodes but that's like a thing like your anime is either going to be 6 12 or 24 or yeah, it felt like it was out of like it was like four episodes out of a twenty-four episode season because not a whole lot happened in those four episodes except for like setting up the main story. Interesting. Um, which I think what they're wanting to do, I guess, is just like quality over quantity because it was really gorgeous. It was mm-hmm. really neat, and they had a lot of uh, really great voice actors. Like Richard Armitage played Belmont, and like mm-hmm. all I could think was like. Thor and Oakenshield the entire time, which was really interesting. But at some point, you do sacrifice some quality if the quantity there isn't enough. Like, you want to make an anime that's like, or anything, you want to make anything that wants, that the audience should walk away being like, oh, I wish there was more, but you don't want them to be like, there wasn't enough that I couldn't get a good concept of what this is. That's yeah. why I like shorter episode animes, but that have longer time. Like... If you're going to have a shorter anime series, make sure the episodes aren't, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. I do believe the intention is to continue on from where it mm-hmm. left off, but I guess they just decided, it's like, we got these episodes done. We can go ahead and release them. That's so weird. And, I mean, they did have an audience for it. I, I know I watched it for sure, and I had several different people to talk to about, but... That is kind of how yeah. Netflix works, so it's like, we've got some episodes done, here you go, you won't see any new ones for two years. Yeah, all <laughs> at once, all at once, which um, I'm guessing Neo Yokio will have the same uh, platform where it's just going to release all the episodes, but that makes me think, too, because Neo Yokio seems to be relying on a lot of, like, kind of memory and, mm-hmm. like, references, and it's yeah. like, how dated are they already? Yeah. Because you, you got to jump on that meme train as soon as you can. I mean, yeah. understandably, series can't all be South Park where they make an episode in a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because that's just, oh, you, you, you have to sell your soul resources. a little bit for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've been talking a little bit about the cartoon world and our other big piece of news for uh, this episode is, so the Powerpuff Girls. 
was rebooted and this this oh, is God. old news it's been on for a while yeah have we talked about how terrible it is though <laughs> oh, okay yeah it's really bad it's really bad it's really bad there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why it's why it's really bad uh namely the animation yeah that's not God. good it's you'd think that with a show like powerpuff girls you'd at least give it the respect it deserves and give it a good animation yeah team. no and they twerk in that show they, use they what jokes. there's memes at one point bubbles is saying no me gusta doesn't she also have like a meme generator on her phone and they're referencing yeah. like Ugh, can't have rage faces and yeah it's a li- it's very like we said you, you lose a lot of points when you have something so dated it's not even like a uh-huh call back to this it's like they think that the kids these days are using all those rage faces and stuff you know they picked no magusa that one's all that one's so old already the kids in their maymays you know <laughs> but uh namely the thing about the animation that bothers me the most is that um I think one of the articles I sent to you guys, there's a very clear, like, uh, dissonance between the animators themselves. It's very clear that there were two different teams working on this, and they had no communication between them. Like, at some points, there's, like, labels on boxes that have entirely different fonts or entirely different wording from one scene to the next. Mm. It's like, guys... there's a very easy way to avoid this or like like, go back and look there's chunks of like bodies missing for like maybe a frame or two and then they're back and like how do you just miss doing that how do you how do you mess up that much there's there's a significant and how like they're they say that this show is more feminist than the other one but they like weirdly (laughs) cut off the breasts of the teacher because yeah, and they completely got because rid of feminism Belly. question mark yeah. because you're cutting off an anatomical part of a person's body. So what? so you're specifically referencing um, Miss Karen, is that her name? Mm-hmm. I don't I think remember. Keen, Miss Keen. I think it's yeah, Miss Keen. Yeah. So if you remember in the original animation, her character design is just like, you know, typical like two bumps. Two yeah. like mosquito bite bumps for mm-hmm. boobs, and they decided, well, you know, Powerpuff gave Girls her a was always mastectomy. <laughs> yeah, they gave her a mastectomy, like because feminism, and also because feminism, they didn't have Miss Bellum be a character. Yeah, because even though sense. she was like really intelligent and smart, and then they're just like because like, they never showed her face, I guess they're like goodbye like her name they were like we didn't want to give off this message to like the viewers and it's like well you can redesign her character you can make her not you know have no like you know a very tiny waistline and like all that you can make her or or you could like make her the mayor i mean yeah (laughs) i mean her name her name is literally sarah bellum as in the part of your brain yeah because the joke was that even though she was, like, a very sexy character model, she was the one that was running the show. Yeah. The mayor was not running the city. Yeah. He was being the mayor mm-hmm. while she was actually doing the mayoral duties. So that, like, really makes me wonder, like, what, what, how is Townsville running? Mm-hmm. Like, what is... I don't think he's running it. But uh, executive producer Nick Jennings said why they removed uh, Miss Bellum was... Because we felt like Miss Bellum wasn't quite indicative of the kind of message we wanted to be giving out at this time. So we had to sort of remove her. And that was a good choice, I think, on our part. But yet it's a good choice Ugh. to make them have meme generators and twerk 
and fight with yeah, each other. Yeah, because I think the idea is that he was like, well, we don't want to have like a sexualized character on a cartoon because we don't do that anymore. And yet we had the twerking scene. Ugh, that's so gross. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> they're like eight. No, they're, they're like five. eight. They, they I aged, they were, they aged, they them, aged up. them Yeah. Oh, oh God. Which is like, so they're in like elementary school. They're like in, I don't know, like fifth grade? What grade are you in? Third grade? I don't know. I'm terrible at like putting ages. (laughs) But second or third? Or something. So these are girls that are twerking when they're in second or third grade. Yeah. That's appropriate. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So the, the Powerpuff Girls has. And then, like, I think the thing that made the Powerpuff Girls such, like, a feminist show to begin with was that it was, like, these really cutesy little girls, like, beating people up in the mm-hmm. name of justice. Yeah. yeah, they don't do that so much in the new one. Like, they yeah. sometimes beat people up, but it focuses a lot more on, like, school. It's a lot more, like, personal issues mm-hmm. and stuff, which can translate well, but in some places it doesn't. Like, the quote-unquote transgender episode of Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. The new Powerpuff Girls, I should definitely say, because this is unrecognizable from the original. And that was just, I see what they tried to do. I do. I see, I see where they tried to do the progressive thing, but instead their message was just like really weird yeah. and fell flat. It was like this pony who was like, I want to be a unicorn. I feel that I'm a unicorn inside. Like, you can already get the overtones of, like, the real message at the core here. And then so Bubbles, like, oh, I'm going to help you turn into a unicorn. And then, like, it's like, okay. And he transforms into, like, a hideous monster. Yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, that's, that's not, not okay. That's not cool. That. So it turns out that he was a unicorn all along. But maybe we could have cut out that middle bit. <laughs> maybe? I don't know. Because... It kind of went back to, like, the original Powerpuff Girls that did, like, a lot of kind of, like, I don't want to say, like, body horror, but, like, when they would, like, punch people in the face and Mojo yeah. Jojo's, like, cap would come off and or, his like, massive brain was out. Yeah. There was blood in that show. There was blood in that show. And, like, and I, it I, worked. I, I turned out okay. I mean. You're, you're okay. <laughs> you're okay. We turned out okay. I am fine. I think. I hope. I'm not. <laughs> Courtney's not. We already knew this, though. But, um... So there's there's a lot about the reboot that like kind of steps all over I guess the grave of the original it besmirches its good name but uh something I don't know how to feel about this newest kind of development of the Powerpuff Girls in that there's a fourth member that's that's it but it's always a trio it's never been that's so odd. Yeah, it's it's weird. I th- I th- I think there was one episode in the old one that like played around with the idea. It of was a bunny, but like that didn't last. Yeah, it was. Uh, so there was one episode where I think what was happening is that the girls were like, "Oh, we could make another sister, like sugar spice and everything nice, like, and then just a little chemical X, you know, mix it up." But they got kind of like substitute ingredients and not exactly what they were looking for and they mixed up a new sister and it was bunny who was like kind of the hunchback of notre dame like version yeah and she was purple which i thought was clever with their current color scheme yeah um but 
sometime at the end of that episode, which those episodes used to be like much more heavy, mm-hmm. uh, she like sacrificed herself to save everyone. Yeah. It's like, oh. But now we have a new member, um, and she is actually coming to your local TV station this September 17th at 5.30 in a five-part movie event called Powerpuff Girls, The Power of Four. Um, She doesn't have a name. There's been, like, leaks of, like, what she's looked like. I've Um, seen the leaks. What do you think of the leaks? Mm, Well, the picture that I saw of her is weird in that she is a different... She's of a different, like, proportion than compared to the other girls. At least in the picture that I saw, she had really wide hips. Mm-hmm. She's larger. Which... She looks older. Yeah, she does. Which... is interesting. And I I can't remember right, but wasn't she darker as well? She, yes, she yeah. is. She is currently... Um, there was the release that she's being voiced by South African singer Toya DeLazy. Mm-hmm. Um... And she's, her tweet was, she's been signed to join the Saviors of Townsville as the new, yet unnamed, team member. Um, which, like, I'm all for, definitely, because, uh, I mean, Powerpuff Girls, they're they're all little white girls. Yeah. And yeah. I think the series has been consistently white. white. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's nice to see some representation, but also, her hips are so big that kind of seems a little stereotypical and she's she's just yeah she's just large like i could understand if her age if she really was like a teen fighter like okay but at the same time i she doesn't need to be this big yeah i need i definitely need to know more about like the context of which she's appearing because it seems like this is just like they've made the entire narrative in this five-part movie event yeah and they give her blue hair, which is interesting because I don't think anybody else really has, like, an unnatural hair color. Yeah. So it's it, it's an interesting contrast, especially when you stand her next to the girls. I think her, like, eyelids are blue, too, which is, yeah. like, huh? There's been some weird things with the girls' eyelids lately, though, yeah. too, because, like, the animators, again, don't know what they're doing, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. So the Powerpuff Girls, they're coming to save the day this weekend um, with their newest buddy in tow. I'm so excited. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the thing is, is that, like, do you think that part of the issue that we're able to do this nitpicking is that we're older now and we're not the intended audience? Possibly. I think part of it comes from the fact that we grew up with the original Powerpuff Girls. So we have that nostalgia and I don't know, maybe my soul somewhere feels like it's getting stomped on. Because, you know, (laughs) the fact that the original voices of the Powerpuff Girls aren't even there sort of toys with me, too. That was a big deal. It it doesn't necessarily have to be a nostalgia thing, though, because they brought back Samurai Jack and that was great because they did it right. Yeah, that was great. Wasn't the original creator also on that? True, yeah. but like, I don't know. Teen Titans Go has the original voice cast, and it's oh. still garbage. I mean, I know the voice cast is a very different thing compared to the power of a creator, but nevertheless, yeah. Samurai Jack was awesome. 
Because that's how you should bring back something or do a sequel or a reboot or whatever. But maybe, you know, because we are, you know, 20 plus years old and the intended audience is what, you know, eight, nine, ten year old girls nowadays for this for this Powerpuff Girls. Maybe they're just trying to connect to those girls because, you know, they did grow up in a different sort of yeah. way than we did. Yeah. I just feel bad for kids who have to. <laughs> I'm serious. It, it, that's their only Powerpuff Girls and that's their only Teen Titans. Yeah. Like, it, it I did at one point have a conversation with my sister because she was like, I hate Teen Titans. I hate Teen Titans. She's so a little much. older though. And I was yeah, and but she had never seen the original at all. And I was like, yeah. You mean you hate Teen Titans Go? And she was like, Is there a different one? Uh, and I was like, Yes, uh, yes. And like that's the thing that's I so also realized. Sad. Like with like Powerpuff Girls and Teen Titans and Samurai Jack, the shows that we grew up with. They were graphic, but they weren't graphic, but they were, they had deeper stories and deeper meanings and like just subliminal things that later on we were like, oh, and nowadays they're just so shallow. Yeah. Like, cartoons. I mean, it's not every cartoon. Like I wish I'd grown up with Steven Universe. That would have been too. awesome. Mm-hmm. But like then they just have. <laughs> yeah. There, there's definitely, um, I think. Like, as we grew out of cartoons, I think that there was more of, like, making them for, like, kind of, like, shock value almost. Mm -hmm. Like, to get people in, like, The Misadventures of Flapjack. Oh, I wasn't a fan of that one. No. Or Chowder. Chowder. Yeah, I didn't like that one Like, that weird disconnect, like, between, like, um, the old Cartoon Network going into, like, the whole, like, regular show Adventure Time era. Yeah. And then, like, the nostalgic, like, the era there that we're in now. They had some weird stuff on mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Like, and, like, Total Drama Island where there was actual nudity on there. Yeah. Or, like, suggestions of, like, teenagers doing the doodly yeah. on screen. And it's and like, That nice. show's also from Canada, though. Wasn't so. there also a Dang show Canada. called 16? <laughs> Yeah, 16. that was from, I think that was from Canada too. Yeah. Oh, Canada. Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. But yeah, it's it's funny to see these shows being revived in such like ways that we abhor even though it's very clear the reason why they were remade is to capitalize on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And to get people watching be like, "Oh, I remember watching They're that." They're not they're not putting the thought in, though, to do it. They're like, oh, this already has a fan base. Like, this will be great. This will be easy money. We don't have to put time into the story or characters or anything. It's like, no, you do. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of uh, what happened this summer with uh, SourceFed Nerd, the YouTube channel. Um, when they were acquired by a different company, the company that also owns Now This, they... Yeah put now this nerd on the source fed nerd channel where people were still already subscribed yeah. and all the videos were archived um and it's like it that backfired mm-hmm. very very yeah, quickly yeah, yeah. um and it's we can't have the same kind of response in terms of like these much bigger productions like with the powerpuff girls or with teen titans go because there's no like specific comment section on I was walking by in the living room and I was like, what is this atrocity? <laughs> uh, but, and it sells, it does sell to its intended audience. I mean, I haven't seen as much like Powerpuff Girls merch as I think I did in my childhood, but I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. The thing is, too, is that they do like crossovers, too. With like Yeah, they did a Teen Titans Go Powerpuff Girls crossover. Oh, God. 
Debbie's <laughs> playing all the gifts on her iPad. <sighs> Mojo Ken has world gifts. domination. Wow, such big hat. Hmm. Many evil. God, I just, I can't. Like, I would be okay with the Powerpuff Girls, like, if they're also capitalizing on that nostalgia of, like, bringing back stories like they did in the old Powerpuff Girls. Like, one episode that always stands out to me is, like, that Femme Fatale villain. Yes. It was like, we're women, and we have to fight the men. And so then, you know, the girls start hating men, essentially, and refusing to save the city for the mayor. And then, you know... Miss Bellum and Miss Keen are like, no, girls, that's not how you get equality. Like, yes. and then and then they realize it was all, it was basically the feminazis versus feminists, or yeah, like people that take to like things far to the edge, and then the actual what we're trying to tr- like to do, sort of thing. And that that episode was always like resonated with me, even when I didn't understand yeah like fully what it was i i can definitely see just like somewhere in like a hollywood executive's room and it's like get this guys feminism is trendy right now you know what's feminist powerpuff girls let's make it let's do it right now and then remake it ruined it and <laughs> that yeah. is probably what happened though like, honestly though no one asked for a reboot of this no one like, did. people ask for People asked for more Teen Titans. They didn't ask for a reboot. They asked for a continuation because yeah. it ended on the worst possible cliffhanger ever. Yeah, the ending was terrible. Like, even I was just like, is that it? Is that all? Yeah, and we got that Tokyo movie, but that did- that still didn't answer the question. No, it didn't. <laughs> um, but, so people wanted more Teen Titans. They didn't want what we got, though. Yeah, it's, it really is interesting to me. Like, where where's that disconnect that they're like, no, this is what you want. Yeah. This is what you meant when you asked for more. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's not. Especially because I think one of the first things I thought when I heard about the Powerpuff Girls reboot, I was like, the original voices. Because their personalities were so much a part of the characters themselves. But the original, yeah, Tara Strong. I love Tara Strong. The original voice actresses for the girls were not ever approached about this. Or I feel like they were, and then they were like, well, actually... Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No. Which I is mean, such a blow. Like, you know, when you grow attached to a character and then all of a sudden you, you're told, oh, no, you're not going to be voicing them. Yeah. I mean, you there's no ownership there technically, but at the same time, it's like, if you could, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that at any point they were going to be like, no, we don't want to voice them again. I think maybe the worry was like they were going to be like, hey, what I was voicing uh blossom we didn't do weird plots where she falls in love with this guy that's based on one of the producers or whatever so we saved the best for last (laughs) let's let's get down to one of the biggest controversies of uh the powerpuff girls reboot it turns it so it's supposedly not true this theory but but i think you might remember, Courtney, I, like, sent this to you yeah. at some point, like, a couple months ago when yeah. I found it. Because it was just like, what? So, it's this rumor that uh, has been circulating around on various social media that claimed that Powerpuff Girls writer Jake Goldman uh, created the character of Jared Shapiro, um, who's, like, this nerdy, like, student. He's, like, a theater buff because there's a lot of episodes about, like, them doing, like, plays and stuff in the new series. Um, and Blossom has this massive crush on him. Um, and, like, the character is very clearly modeled after him. I don't think there's a 
like big argument that you can make against that it's just like he has glasses and curly hair he looks like the writer Mm -hmm. but of course he's age appropriate in the show he's also in the elementary school with the girls um but isn't that a little weird it's a little weird like animators put themselves as background characters sometime like i know uh, I know when the Fairly Odd Parents did like Fairy Idol, all the animators were like audience members. Yeah. yeah. But there, it's a different thing when they're a background character versus a speaking character who's a love interest. Or yeah. Like in the story, like maybe like they give the background character a small speaking part or like a small little sideline, but like they're not the main interest of that story. Yeah. It just strikes me as very strange because. A, there's the disconnect with, like, Blossom having a big old crush on someone and, like, having, like, shirtless fantasies. Like, again, going back to the argument about, like, we don't want to seem like we're sexualizing any of our content. That's why we got rid of Miss Bellum. Okay, but that's why you put, like, buff shirtless writer man. And having an eight-year-old have a fantasy about him. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. There has been uh, statements on this, though, uh, from Grace Craft, who works on the show. She said, um, the artist thought it would be funny to model a nerdy love interest after him. And then because of that, figured it was fitting for him to do the voiceover because he does do the voice of Jared. Um, and voicing concern doesn't change things if they don't see the problem with it. I'm not defending the show, just explaining stuff to try to keep, to try to stop people from spreading rumors of Jake being a creep like wildfire. I mean, maybe he's not a creep, but I think the thing itself is yeah. creepy. Yeah. yeah. What? Like, I, I think if you model a character after someone that you know, and like people can pinpoint, hey, this character looks exactly like this person, maybe don't voice them. I feel like he could have made a better decision. And been yeah. like, no, I don't think I want to voice him. He looks too much like me. It would be weird because, you know, love interest. A little bit. little bit. I just can't imagine that out of everyone who works on that production, nobody tried to raise their hand and be like, did anybody notice that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it kind of like looks the weird. same. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. It's a little <laughs> weird. I think it's a, there's a lot of things that are more than a little weird about the new Powerpuff Girls which it's it's in its second season now, oh. and I don't think there's especially it, it, it only second if it's been it feels like it's been an eternity. I know it, I know it. Um, I I don't think it, there's really an end in sight unless this uh, five part movie event bombs, which it probably won't because all the girls are like all the little girls are like oh new character. <laughs> I know yeah. I would have eaten that up. Yeah, and, when, and I mean. I I appreciate the nostalgic factor. Why don't we bring back Powerpuff Girls to a whole new generation of girls? And then I don't appreciate how they're handling the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. But I do also enjoy that they're like, it's Powerpuff Girls, but let's revamp it for the new generation of girls. Like, yeah. We grew up with three, and now maybe a generation of girls can grow up with four, one of them in being different and yeah. re- representing. I do, I do see the argument for um, in order to, A, be more realistic and B, keep up with the times to add um, a person of color in the main roster. But that said, they're not doing it tastefully. It, it does seem almost gimmicky, which is kind of more insulting, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, you got to do things in the best taste possible. Um, and I don't think Powerpuff Girls has done that so far, especially in terms of like they got rid of most of their main villains. I think part of the worry was like stereotypes like they had like Fuzzy Lumpkins was like a redneck character yeah. and then the gangrene gang like yeah. they had like accents mm-hmm. which I can definitely see that being a little a little risky mm-hmm. these days um but instead they have villains like um man boy <laughs> who's like <laughs> super like nice guy like all you chads out there are just trying to like destroy <laughs> my blossom i'll save you like, his name is man boy his name is man boy i know a lot of man boys yeah that's definitely what he's you might recognize someone he's modeled after i'm so sorry i just i i, I read about man boy and i just also oh, it's all those guys that are like i'm such a nice guy though you should date me and are not oh nice gosh. guys or just, um the glaring lack uh, of him is no longer a character, oh God, which I loved him. I definitely I <laughs> see him rest in peace. <laughs> I see where people are like, hey, maybe we shouldn't have like a queer icon be Satan in heels, but it's like, why not? Though? Yeah, oh, why not have the Satan? If it's lobster? if he's already celebrated <laughs> yeah. as like that character, then just go ridiculous. for it. He but was so ridiculous. I see where they're avoiding the conversations of mom or even like a pr- uh, princess. Princess? princess prince i think princess returned at some Did point she? but i think thankfully is that the little like ginger girl yeah, yeah. who was like i want to be a powerpuff girl yeah, and yeah they were yeah. like well you you don't have powers and she was like well i have money <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of statements that could be made in in this day and age with that but uh <laughs> so i think we agree around the table correct me if i'm wrong that this shouldn't have happened as a show i agree I agree. Yeah, but what what should happen if you had to pick one like classic Cartoon Network show to reboot in this day and age? I can no. I'll tell you what. Yes, it's tell not me. a Cartoon Network show though. Okay, tell me. Danny uh, Phantom. Yes, gotta catch them all because he's Danny Phantom. Yeah, no, I, spe- I didn't really feel that desire until the creator started like having yes, fun on YouTube and like yeah, and he did that ten years later thing like. Oh my! I saw those when I was like, "It's real! Like it's yeah. happening!" Yeah. And he kept leaving all those hints that was like, "Make sure you really you like this video, like it a lot, please." Like yeah. I feel like Butch Hartman is like teasing with our hearts right now. And then, he's toying. And then they, they did that like short film to enter in the new Butch Hartman cart cartoon, and Danny Phantom was in it for like a split second, and it was like my hopes and dreams. <sighs> Yeah, I'm. I was never a big Butch Hartman fan. Like after I got out of my Fairly Odd Parents phase, I was like, eh. But Danny Phantom was always one that I was like, this is this is my jam. Like well, spooky things and funny Fairly things. Fairly Odd Parents. He had. You're Tuck basically Tuppy. Sam. He had. Oh Dan- <laughs> he had Danny Phantom. Now I think after a little, like several years on Fairly Odd Parents, Butch Hartman stepped away from Fairly Odd Parents, which, which would is, make a lot of sense. Which is why, yeah, like after a short term, like the reason the story, like Poof and the dog or something. Yeah, they just kept adding characters, and and he like stepped away after a while. So the I original, didn't know that. Fa- the original yeah. Fairly Odd Parents, he wrote, he helped write and helped, you know. Animate I didn't know that. Well, now yeah. I feel. 
I feel like I like him even more because I see his YouTube videos and I'm like, but why is Very Odd Parents still on? Yeah, what are you doing? Really do yeah, Fairly Odd Parents anymore. Okay, cool. That makes like, a lot of sense in terms of Fairly Odd Parents because you know, like how you have like a marriage saving baby. It's like it was the show <laughs> saving baby. <laughs> oh my god, I never even thought about it like that. Yeah. That's when I stopped watching because I could not suspend my disbelief that Cosmo got pregnant I, uh, yeah. and pregnant and he gave birth by timmy saying i wish cosmo wanted to have their baby that came out when i was like 12 and i was like i can't yeah, yeah. Uh, after poof i was like i like poof but i'd and his anti-fairy is a cube with like a mustache <laughs> i don't really remember what anti-fairies are it's there's the fairy world and then there's like anti-fairy world. oh yeah. yeah so because poof is a spherical baby <laughs> floating spherical oh, baby dumb. His anti-fairy is super smart are yeah. all babies anti cubes uh, no <laughs> that was a really weird <laughs> sentence just, just poof and and <laughs> instead of poof it's foop yeah it, it started appealing to kind of like the lowest common denominator Aye. instead of having jokes like the original seasons like and here lies all my hopes and dreams it's like wow how long has this been up here it's like how old are you <laughs> it's like yeah. oh. Uh, it, it started, like, being a lot of, like, yeah. haha, get it? He's yeah. a square. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't escape the sponge. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. No. But, uh, Y'all see the SpongeBob anime opening? Yes. Oh that was beautiful. But also, I was really distracted the whole time because I was like, what anime is this song from? You it's know from what, Bleach. You know what no, it's from Blood Plus. Is it from Blood Plus? Yeah, it's from Blood Plus. Oh my god, that makes more sense, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I had to look it up. But you know what show would also probably do well in, like, the times now, or, like, they could revamp it probably pretty well? Hmm. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. Because even when Ed, Ed, and Eddie was out when it was, like, maybe the creator didn't, you know, mean to, but it showed so many, like, different economic classes. Yeah. All the kids were different races. It showed different, um, just... Was a lot of white kids. There was a Johnny lot of, okay. and then Ralph. What Johnny, was, yeah. Johnny was. Yeah, Johnny was black. He was. Yeah, I saw. I saw fan pretty... art recently that was like a picture of like all um, different people of color across cartoons. It was like the Proud family and um, people like that. And then in the background was Johnny and Plank. Oh, I don't okay, think you Plank, showed, but... and then it showed you know different like social you know cues and different social like situations like the fact that we discovered that. Eddie loved his brother, like, talked about his brother nonstop. And then yeah. the movie, it just showed that, you know, he was basically um, in a domestic abuse <clears throat> sort of situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Domestic abuse. Heavy, yeah. And so, you know, like, I feel like that cartoon nowadays could deal with so many, like, different topics nowadays in the tasteful Ed and Ed Eddie sort of way. Yeah, even though, like, the humor there... I still think it, it definitely rings true, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the things that, especially even as it went on, I don't think there was really a time that I felt like the quality dropped Same, with Ed no. and Eddie. Yeah. And the animation style was really unique. Like, yeah. I remember uh, looking back at it, I was like, why are the lines, like, kind of moving and, like, weird? But then, like, it's it's just a cool animation style. Yeah. Like, it's it's just a unique animation style. It almost brings more life mm-hmm. to, to the cartoon. I feel like that cartoon would do well. And yes, I really want Danny Phantom. <laughs> yes, I I agree. I definitely would put my vote if I had one. If I could like, like go yell at some executives, like uh, question, I would put that with Danny Phantom. If Danny, if Danny and Sam have a kid, would that be a quarter ghost baby? 
would the baby become a ghost? <laughs> but the terrifying <laughs> thing is that, like, Danny's half dead. Yeah. Like, but Sam that... likes that. Oh, I oh guess my God. She's gothic. I guess that's She's gothic. <laughs> my immortal, y'all. Is but... Sam now practicing necrophilia because he is technically half yeah. dead? Yeah. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> is that is that, is that appropriate? Weird? Hmm. I mean, <laughs> um, the real questions. <laughs> that show would casually have people like be like totally crushing on ember even though she was half dead too she was super she hot was that, that she was millions wasn't of she full fans. dead she was, she was full dead or, yeah full, full dead. ghost yeah full that's true also tara strong also tara i love strong. tara strong <laughs> yeah yeah and you know danny fandom was kind of like an danny awakening i think for a lot of people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who were like oh <laughs> i we don't taste sweat we <laughs> yeah man i love sam, sam. goth icon I feel Gotta like she it. she is a good strong feminine figure. She is. Yes, and would translate absolutely. well as an adult for for like tweens and kids nowadays. Like yeah. as like an adult female, that would be cool. Yeah, I feel like she would like be involved in like a feminist zine or something, yeah. and like maybe like even if it didn't do like a reboot, like starting them back in high school, it'd be interesting to see them in college. Like, what would all their oh, majors yeah. be like? Tucker would be flying drones around and stuff. Yeah, seriously. She'd be yeah. some sort of like probably women in gender studies. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like Danny She'd be a would be vegan now. <laughs> I feel like Danny would do uh like um science and like paranormal and I don't know. He'd have like his parents would be like hover parents. They would like show Helicopter up every weekend. Yeah. yeah. I see it. Oh, I goodness. see it. Let's get this made. Let's do I it, guys. I want it to be made. Yes. Butch Hartman, please. Butch I know Hartman. I'm not alone either. I know there are a lot of people out there who want it. Oh, Butch yeah. Hartman, ever since please. he aged them up, yeah. everyone's been like, do it, Butch. Come on, yeah. Butch. I dig it. I'm there for it. Um, the only other series I would I would want another crack at, but at the same time, I'm like, the original was what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And it was like recent enough that like the kids these days get it would be uh Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Oh, That's, I love Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I don't kids don't know friends. what that is nowadays. Though. Really? Yeah, I've I've talked to some younger kids and they're like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean blue?" Like they made I just remember specifically there was like Pokemon references that were neat. Yeah, this show actually had a lot of adult humor in it. Like if you go back and watch the show now you're like i never caught that yeah i just love the concept like imaginary friends they exist and then something has to happen to them when kids outgrow them there was one episode of that show that was all about sarcasm and that went so over my head i was like at the age where i could not mentally process sarcasm yet i would love to go back and watch that yeah also it was interesting how it tackled the fact that teenagers could have imaginary friends yeah but like they also depicted how teenagers imaginations were warped and different from kids like they had like the fighting freaking ate his imaginary friend oh yeah he like imagined a pizza imaginary friend and ate him and the thing was like screaming for its dear life is that murder technically is that like one of those things like yeah, I brought you into this world strong, I can take you out in this world strong. do imaginary friends have rights because they're technically real after imaginary friends rights lives matter <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> if that's the rehash it's just all about like the legal implications it's like law and you can imagination. one imaginary dun, dun. friend a year if you break the law you get fined I don't know I don't know. There's a lot of, like, implications there. Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. True detective. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) These are their stories. Dun-dun. 
let's make it. But um, so personally, I would suggest giving uh, these aforementioned shows a rewatch and never watching the new <laughs> versions thereof, namely the new version of Powerpuff Girl. Mm-hmm. Powerpuff Girls. Although I think like, you know, younger generations can't give it a chance. But, you know, if you want to preserve your nostalgia and your, you know, love for it, then, yeah, don't. Don't don't go. Don't do it. it. Don't, don't do it. it. <laughs> don't do it. The slogan of the anime A team. <laughs> the animation A team. Uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. I have been your host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today was Courtney Tuckman. And the wonderful Cora Wilson. Thanks guys for coming in and talking about this and reliving our childhoods a little bit and looking toward the future with Neo Yokio, which is going to be really interesting and we're definitely going to discuss this here on the Animation A-Team. Be sure to check out all our episodes here at ByteBSU.com or we're on the Ball State Daily site or we're on SoundCloud at Ball State Daily. Um, Check us out on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all those different things and tell us what is the most nostalgic show to you because we all have very different experiences but it's really interesting when we all have one shared one like the original powerpuff girls versus the new one yeah a little salty yeah (laughs) thank you guys for joining us we'll see you again next week